Welcome to the Ignite Podcast, the only healthcare marketing podcast that digs into the digital strategies and tactics that help you accelerate growth. Each week, Cardinals experts explore innovative ways to build your digital presence and attract more patients. Buckle up for another episode of Ignite. Hey everyone, welcome back to Ignite Digital Marketing Podcast. My name is Lauren Leone. I'm the SVP of Healthcare Marketing. Today I'm joined by our Director of Paid Media, Evan Ilgenfritz. And our topic of the day is, is a discussion about Google's move towards what I'm going to loosely call the keywordless future. And what we want to talk about today is how Cardinal is approaching testing within Google's platforms to adapt to learn now before Google forces our hand and to kind of lean into machine learning and AI. So what we're noticing in platform is that the future is going to look like gone are the tradition, the days of traditional exact match and phrase match types. Ultimately, Google is going to say, tell me, you know, the core keywords that describe what you do, give me a link to your domain, and I will read that and understand what it is that you do and what keywords to bid on. So what we want to talk about today is maybe how some of our testing of that is going and how we see Google using other signals besides just keyword to ultimately find us the conversions that we're looking for. So Evan, I guess fundamentally kind of expand on that really broad description that I gave and just tell our listeners today what it is that we're seeing in the change or what we expect to come. Sure. Google has been making shifts over many years towards more smart automated systems. Um, Historically, we've had, we had four major match types, broad match, broad match modified, phrase match, and exact match. Of course, exact being the most uh, specific um, phrase, you know, making sure the string of words goes in the right in the right order, and then broad match and broad match modified were kind of variations of each other, doing more broader reaching searches. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I, you know, historically have not been a huge fan of broad match because it has been a bit unruly, right? You can you can put in a keyword that you think is relevant, and it will capture search terms for stuff that does not appear even remotely relevant. So th- this relationship is changing over the years. Um, I believe last year they eliminated broad match modified in favor of broad match modified is a bit more nuanced control of broad match requiring certain words appear in a search query, but they eliminated eliminated that in favor of moving towards kind of adding that functionality to phrase and exact. So what we historically knew about exact is that it was literally what keyword you put in, it had to match that exactly. That's been evolving. They've added, you know, plurals and close related terms to that list. So exact match is not quite as exact as it used to be. Phrase match has taken on more of broad match characteristics. So, you know, the order of words can still be important, but the system will kind of reach out and try to find things that it seems are very relevant. So that puts broad match in an interesting realm. As I said, historically, we've kind of shied away from it because it was very hard to control. But now as Google is moving towards this kind of automated machine learning future that we're all aware of, um, pushing more, you know, recommending more accounts going to smart bidding and tactics like that, broad match is evolving as well. So essentially what's happening is broad match now has uh, increased functionality that the other match types do not. Um, and this is a big one because uh, right now, broad match, what it can leverage are a variety of things um, such as 
previous user search history? Have they searched things relevant to what you're offering? Proximity um, and other characteristics related to this person in the realm of audiences, right? The quality of audiences. Phrase exact do not have this at all. Um, you can't really, in fact, overlay audiences the same as you can on search and display, but we're seeing this now in Broadmap. So ultimately, what this means is we're kind of evolving we're our, our own understanding of the importance of Broadmap, and, and Cardinal in uh, particular is now testing and kind of looking forward to the future here for what this uh, improved Broadmap can offer. So you hear Broadmap, like you said, we've not historically been a fan. You know, all the audits I've done on accounts in the past five years, I see broad match, it's a major red flag, but that has totally shifted. The fears of broad match, of it kind of being unruly, Uh there are ways that now given this kind of shift that those can be controlled. And I think the biggest call outs for the group are going to be how to think about negative keywords and when is the right time to deploy broad match? When in kind of the smart bidding sure. cycle, or does it make sense? And what controls have to be in place before you just go out and do this? Sure. And one one last thing I'll say about the you know a, a huge there's a couple of big benefits in broad match. For one, um, a lot of uh, accounts or and clients will see that they've kind of reached the ceiling on relevant keywords and they're kind of having trouble spending the prescribed budget, right? We've got a very nuanced, specific list of keywords, and that list is kind of hitting its ceiling of what it can offer, what we can capture, right? So broad match, the benefit already there is that broad match offers kind of a wider scope to capture and kind of opens up your available impression share. It, it essentially loosens the perimeter on semantics and, and semantics right. are changing and it allows us to adapt to those changes in the way people are typing their queries that's in right. rather than assuming we just happen to know all the different things. That, that's exactly right. It's an ongoing challenge to know exactly. You'll always be surprised in paid search about what people search and how relevant they are. You know, you, you might think you know the exact phrases people would say, but what Broadmash kind of illuminates is that people are kind of, um, we're trying to find people closer to the kind of uh, conversion point of a journey, even if they don't say the exact right phrases. So people that could be looking for information in their searches, let's say using uh, a dental client as an example, um, we would always assume that, you know, exact match keyword like, dentist near me is going to be much more uh, qualified than a search like, do I need a dentist, right? Now, what Broadmatch is doing though, using these, these, uh, it can use signals from your landing page, from your website, uh, previous user behavior, all this stuff. Broadmatch is able to identify people searching more broadly, but they may in fact be closer to the decision point than you anticipated. So that's that's where it's getting us. It's opening up this ability to kind of reach broader while still prioritizing the results that are important to your account. The biggest thing you said was closer to the conversion point. And until or unless you have identified that conversion point and implemented the proper tracking mechanisms, this is not somewhere that you want to venture, right? You're not yeah. going to use broad match on maximized clicks, or you better believe everyone's searching, do I need a dentist or how, should I put ice on my tooth? It's going to end up here, can't hang it, right? That's so right. talk to us about that, the necessity of 
So conversion tracker. Yeah, yeah there, there's basically a couple things. Let, let's talk about why you might consider doing this, trying Broadmatch. For one, as we talked about, if you, again, using a dental group as an example, if they have very specific locations, clinics, right? You ultimately are limited by geography. You can't you can't expand your geography to people that won't be willing to drive in to go to the clinic. So, so you're limited there in terms of increasing your available impression. So if your campaigns are struggling to kind of spend and scale up with you, that is a sign that you might it might be time to be considering broad match. Now, I'll say also that a requirement for this new broad match to, to use it correctly is that you have sufficient conversion history in the account, right? The old school way is still uh, available. Just doing broad match, you know, act on constantly curating the search terms and, and adding negatives. You can still do that. It still has the same risks as it historically has in reaching out to kind of super relevant uh, surgeons. This new model will require smart bidding, right? So that that is really what makes this work. So your account will need to have sufficient. We tend to say a campaign will want to have about, you know, Google varies what it recommends, but around thirty conversions a month tends to be enough volume to support kind of uh, uh, switching to smart bidding. That will really be necessary for this version of Broadmatch that we're talking talking about because it doesn't it doesn't get the benefits I've described without smart bidding applied. Um, the audience benefits, the ability to tap right. into those other signals. That's right. So so if you're not using smart bidding, you can still get a search for, do I need to go to a dentist? And it's still just as unqualified. Mm -hmm. The smart bidding allows the system to be like, this person has already been searching. They're ready to go. We're going to bid on them anyways. Yeah. I think you had a good point you brought up. Who is this right for? And, and scale and kind of reaching outside of what you think your typical bottom funnel keywords is definitely one of the the ways to know if this is applicable. I think the other one that we should talk about is the the niche audience, right? So when, when you're trying to use search to kind of find a needle in a needle stack, the, the keyword alone isn't enough to help you find them, right? So we've got an example um, in our current kind of management that is, let's say, a home care client. And you know, in home care itself, there are certain limitations or, or certain types of customers that we're looking for. Customers that are more affluent that can afford this service. Customers who aren't using things like Medicare, for example, to... There are plenty of home care agencies that do support Medicare, but this isn't one of them. The nuance of someone searching home care near me and having those additional signals, information on their past behavior, their affluence, their proximity to the neighborhoods where people may be able to afford this, whether or not they have certain insurance types, those signals are only applicable or available if you are on something like this broad match. Yeah, that's right. I mean, what, what we know, especially in those kind of um, you know situations where and in the medical field where they don't accept certain insurances or Medicare, Medicaid, people are not searching. That's that's one thing with paid search. They're not really going to self-identify that say, I need home care, but I also have Medicare. It's not going to happen. They, they're making a few searches per month, but nowhere near sufficient. You know, people don't search that way. So Evan, we're, we're talking about the necessities to, to deploy this properly, one of which is obviously conversions. But that not all conversions are created equal. What what do we really need to have in place? Not just 30 phone calls, 30 button clicks, 
30 what? What what matters to ensure that we're getting the right traffic and not just more calls into your call center that are bogging down your operations team, but aren't actually becoming patients? Yeah. That, that's a good point. When we look at this, this is applicable to any, even if you're not considering broad match, it's always better, especially in the medical field, to be, you know, trying to get your send your send signals to the system that are deeper conversions, right? So, so typically we see uh, in the medical industry that there's qualifying information, right? Can they pay out of pocket? Do they, what kind of insurance do they have? There's several, several criteria, right? So often, you know, even just generally convert only optimizing towards conversions of did they call can miss some of that qualifying information. So it's one of the hardest things in the industry to work with your clients and, or in your agency to make sure that you're passing back as deep of conversion information as you can. Ideally, in this situation, someone has called in and has been qualified by the sales team. That's a, a super valuable information. That kind of really tells us that those people that did this are the ones we're looking for. So that that is especially helpful when we're talking about broad match and we're saying, okay, system, we're going to give you some kind of looser terms to go after. We're going to trust you that you're going to find people that are, are relevant to us. Um, that's the best thing to feed into the system is that, that kind of qualifying information. So the system has more things to go off of to get you the right people. And for things like, you know, in other healthcare situations, like an online booking scenario, there is the you know, appointment booked, but if you can get the new patient, exactly. you know, qualifier, for example, that just elevates the performance. It trains the AI towards the right things. That's exactly right. We, I mean, we, we've had clients come in and we've worked with them to improve, you know, with, with online booking, we've, you know, initially been limited that did they click the button mm -hmm. to book? It's, it's helpful, but it's nowhere near as good as did they submit the booking request, right? And did they self-select? I'm a new patient on the way to doing that. That's the the most. That's really valuable information. Thinking about the fact that Cardinal started testing this, do you have any really quick examples you can share? Maybe one that stands out in your mind of a client that we ran this test and and that broad match test outperformed and really proved that this future is one that we can succeed in. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's a couple of things I, I want to call out for one, uh, one interesting thing about testing this um, broad match is that uh, unfortunately the, the value of broad match in your, in your account is most obvious when it is not side by side with phrase and exact mm -hmm. keywords. What happens is, Typically, phrase and exact are more, you know, nuanced selections of keywords. So the system, if you've got, you know, um, dentist near me, broad match and dentist near me, exact match, the system will default to giving it to exact match. So that's the trick with testing this is that you kind of have to set up a situation where it's completely segmented. So they're not kind of existing in the same realm. Um, so what so we, we need, we need clients to buy in to say, sure, we're going to test this. It's going to be for 90 days. We're going to shut off what, what has generally been working. This isn't an effort to ensure that we're skating where Google's puck is going. And when that time comes and they say, gone are exact and phrase, we're already teed up in the right position. That's right. Um, and so what we've done to kind of mitigate the risk of testing this Typically, you know, you know, if you have a new total net new account, you can start this from the get go mm -hmm. um, to some degree. But a lot of these accounts will already be on phrase and exact uh, primarily. So the trick there is to create that testing environment, 
pretty simple, kind of select, you know, you, you want to mitigate risk, but you also want to make sure you have enough data. So what we've done is we've done um, Google Ads uh, experiment split test. So we basically have, you know, we take an existing campaign, leave that how it is as the control, and then the duplicate experiment campaign that runs side by side with it is only uh, uh, populated with, with the broad masters that we're talking about here. Um, so that way, that is an environment, even in, a, in a, an account that currently you don't want to eliminate phrase and exact and just kind of cross your fingers. You can test this in an environment that does kind of cleanly segment the two. So what have we seen? We've run this across a number of accounts. Um, there's varying degrees of success, but mostly we're in a broad match is doing better area right now. That's, that's our learning so far. Um, and is yeah. that both in the efficiency and volume categories, right? So not, it's not a drive towards efficiency, sacrifice volume. It's kind of a lot, able to accomplish that's right. both. Okay. So let's talk about the results we've seen. We've obviously been, we've been running these tests for many months now um, across many different accounts and, and verticals, and we've seen really strong results. Um, universally broad match. There, there's some, some accounts that um, are still learning and have not quite reached confidence, but across the board, we have seen better efficiency in the broad match test than we have seen against the original controls using phrase and exact. Um, one example would be uh, we have a plastic surgery group and we've seen, you know, every test we've run broad match has proven maintaining the volume, increasing overall efficiency. Um, and that's what we want to see. We want to make sure that this is, you know, we're, we're able to still maintain the focus and the efficiency while also opening up. Um, the potential impression share volume by using broad match terms. It's a great success, and we're, we're going to flip the switch and fully convert these accounts to broad match only. Um, things to consider here, we definitely want to make sure uh, that we are monitoring and, and changing the search query reports. Um, any terms, you know, over time, you're going to make sure that the keywords are, in fact, relevant. Anything that is not efficient, we're going to eliminate. Um, you'll keep doing that, but broad match will be able to kind of open up that volume for you. Um, what we've seen also as a side note, just in terms of metrics, um, that's important to note is that we've, we've seen increased clicks, increased volume, uh, impressions, um, increased, uh, conversions. Now, interestingly, the, the, uh, conversion rate tends to be slightly lower on the broad match terms by the Nate, by, by its broad nature. However, that the efficiency is gained there because the CPCs tend to be significantly lower with broad match. There's more searches. There's different, there's more volume. It doesn't have to be quite as competitive. So that's where we're seeing the, uh, the efficiency gains. Um, well, of course, with that in mind, uh, as we discussed before with conversion tracking, you want to make sure to keep an eye on quality, right? If we're giving up a little bit of room on conversion rates in favor of overall efficiency and scalability, you still need to keep an eye on quality of leads. Um, you're going you're gonna to have to make sure that the leads you count in platform calls, forms, books, books, submissions for appointments, that those are effectively translating into actual appointments and revenue. But overall, this has been very promising. So um, for, for Cardinal, at least, this is part of the future. Um, it's going to be a slow evolution. A lot of stuff in Google is changing and moving towards smart bidding. But this is 100% one of the tools we're going to be using uh, significantly as we kind of look to scale accounts, existing accounts, um, as well as onboard new accounts. You heard it here first, people. This is something you should be asking your agencies, your in-house teams. 
to consider, consider a test. It doesn't mean it's the perfect solution for you today. If it's not, think about the steps that you can take to get to a point where you can test it and just don't be waiting around on exact match only campaigns when Google officially terminates those match types. Evan, thank you for joining us. It's been an awesome episode of Ignite. Please like, share, comment wherever you're listening and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ignite. Interested in keeping up with the latest trends in healthcare marketing? Subscribe to our podcast and leave a rating and review. For more healthcare marketing tips, visit our blog at cardinaldigitalmarketing.com.